Ha ha! Comrades, welcome to the Glenn Beck program. A lot on our plate today. Some good news. Are you good news or bad news? We have some good news and bad news. And well, I'll just throw this one out there and you decide which category it fits in. Bill O'Reilly today gives us the digest of the news. We do it. We begin this epic, epic saga of a show in 60 seconds. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Yeah. Yeah. Remember when you were a kid and you didn't have to worry about things like money? Back when responsibility meant getting your homework done, get the chores done around the house. That's why we're all so pissed off at our teenage kids. Because we, we know what life is like. And we used to be them, and we're all pissed off that we all now have to do all of the stuff we have to do and help them with the homework and remind them to take out the garbage. I've had just about enough of it. Okay, uh, I don't know where that came from. Oh, yes, you do, Glenn. 2020 has uh, not made anything in life easier. But take a deep breath. Some some things are easier to solve than others. The mortgage consultants over at American Financing are good at solving problems. You should give them a call. Do it today. Don't wait. They're uh, they're not working for some shady bank that is like, wait a minute. If we lower interest rates and we make them so the interest rate is a negative rate, we'll be able to charge the American public three percent. So we get paid from them, and we get 2% from borrowing it from the government. We'll be rich. Now, they're not part of that scam. They're uh, refinancing. They work for you, not for the banks. And may I suggest you get to them right now. Without resetting your mortgage, you could save $1,000 a month. If you put your high-interest credit cards in there, you could actually see light at the end of the tunnel. American Financing. Call them. Ten minutes. They'll tell you how they can help you. American Financing. 800-906-2440. 800-906-2440. AmericanFinancing.net. American Financing. NMLS 182334. www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org. Oh. Do we have the connection up? I, I didn't expect this. I didn't think we would actually get this, but we are. We now have a, a live satellite co- connection. I don't even know how good it is. There may be some delay uh, to the uh, North Pole. We go now to, uh, I don't know who we're even speaking to. Who is this? Hello? Yes. Hey. Can you hear me? Merry Christmas. Ah, it's an elf. Yeah. It's good to talk to you. Are you excited about Christmas this year, little boy? Well, I'm not a little boy, but uh, yeah, I am. Sorry, are you excited for Christmas this year, overweight old man? I mean, I don't think that was necessary, but yes, and it's talking to a happy elf, you know, kind of makes things even better. (laughs) Well, I hope you enjoy this Christmas because it's the last one. Excuse, excuse me. It's the last one. Uh, I'm 
tired of this crap over and over again. This fat guy keeps telling us what to do all year and basically keeps us in indentured servitude. And what do we do? We sit here and we serve and we serve and we serve. We get paid jack. And then I have to make toys for your stupid snot-nosed kids. I'm sick of it. Uh, is there another elf I can talk to? Oh, oh, am I, am I bringing too much truth? Is that what I'm doing? Instead of bringing more crappy stuff that we actually bought in China and I didn't even make in your stockings, instead I'm bringing some truth. Okay, that's what I'm doing. Okay, um, you seem like an unhappy elf. Are, I mean, is there a happy elf I can, first of all, I, I don't even know your name, uh, is it like Jingle or Jangle? <laughs> Carl. You're Carl the Carl, elf. Carl the elf, yeah. Okay. Is there a <sighs> is there like a supervisor I can every year we have to do Is there a supervisor I can I'm sick of the media crap. I just I'm not doing it. I can hear you, Carl. What? Hey! Carl? Happy Christmas to yeah. you. Yeah. Uh, is there like a supervisor I can talk to or oh, somebody, you, need you know, a supervisor, maybe, do you, maybe instead we'll give you our new elephant representative. We just elected her. Uh, well, technically we elected some really old guy who says he's a moderate, but in reality, we reelected, uh, a socialist basically that's going to step in in a few months. You want to talk to her? Well, well, that sounds familiar. Uh, uh, yeah. Could I talk to her? No. Is she, is, she, uh, is she around? No, you can't. She's not around. No. 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 Okay. Not at all. all. Right. No. Because yeah. you are yeah. sitting here in judgment of us uh, in the North Pole. We see how you no, look I... at us because we're minorities. We might be a slightly different size. Uh, and you have to no, continually <laughs> point out that we're not normal. We're different than you. Well, I'll tell you what. Uh, we just built a North Pole Autonomous Zone, and our rules apply here. <laughs> Your rules apply. So what, 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 what exactly are your rules this by the way this is not turning into the the christmas interview we hope rule one you come near us we shoot yeah. you is is santa around could we speak to santa no santa is not around in fact there's gonna be no christmas toys this year get used to it boys and girls here's what happened last year we usually are stocking we get the stockings out we're stuffing the stockings this year we were stuffing ballot boxes this is this is how i know that there was election fraud this year because there's no way donald trump got that many votes we were flying around the earth picking up all the votes for trump and bringing them back here and lighting them on fire hold it hold it just a second you so there is election fraud. You say Trump didn't get as many votes. Yeah, that, he was he, he was did. probably working with the Russians or something on it. I don't know. I always saw it on CNN. And the point is that I know for a fact we were taking out Santa's sleigh. The the reindeer super liberal. And we were take. they were happy to do this. They flew us around the earth. We went in through all these little ballot box locations. We took them back. A Christmas fire needed to be built anyway. Why not build it with Trump ballots? Okay, and, but 
was Santa involved with it? Does he know that you were taking the reindeer out and well, feeling balanced? Well, Santa Mantle, uh, he's really kind of a... Yeah, he's a judgmental bastard, frankly, but he is at least pretty much a socialist. I mean, we're giving away stuff all the time, so he's kind of on board with it. Bottom line is, he's still white, so we're going to get rid of him soon. Uh, okay. Yeah, listen, you sure there's I, nobody else I can... Well, is there anyone else? No, well, I could get. you could talk to my new girlfriend. Her name's Fang Fang. I gotta, I gotta be even really receptive Fang. to my advances, which is odd. Most women are not interested in me, but Fang Fang's all in. Right. <laughs> it's interesting. I'm an elf, and I'm still bigger than her last boyfriend. <laughs> okay, Look, Carl. We're the only we're ones, okay, up here at the North Pole <laughs> that are better at spying on Americans than the Chinese. So this whole thing works out well. <laughs> All right. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Carl. Carl the Elf from the North Pole. Wow. Uh, oh. <laughs> Oh, it's not a completely surprising fact about Eric Swalwell that we learned there towards the end. <laughs> that the elves are taller, <laughs> taller or bigger. <laughs> oh, oh, Christmas cheer. Good. Good. I'm glad we have some Christmas cheer this year. Yeah. Uh, by the way, did you see? Uh, did you see? Did you see the? Uh, uh, the uh, Poon Fang dossier letter. The what now? The Fang Fang. Hmm? Uh, <laughs> I found this on American Greatness, uh, and it's a letter from uh, Fang Fang to the Ministry of State Security of China. Uh, it says, uh, Party Comrades, the American website Axios has published an extensive essay on our espionage operations in the United States. According to the essay, a Chinese national named Fang Fang or Christine Fang, you know, it's like I, when I you guess call, it's better it's like not to call, have two fangs. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I like that. It's like you when you call a, uh, a, a call center for customer service and it's like, my name is Richard Fang. It's like <laughs> she's either she was Fang Fang. And then she's like, no, it's Christine Fang. Do you believe that Eric? <laughs> no, the problem is the word fang. If you got fang in your name, you should change it. Anyway, uh, uh, it says uh, Christine Fang targeted an up and coming local politicians in the Bay Area and across the country who had the potential to make it big on the national stage. Well, with Swalwell, that's a different story. Hmm. Since American media have picked up on the story, I want to set the record straight. I indeed did operate, as the article explains, and my primary target was Eric Swalwell, formerly a low-level prosecutor, city councilman, and a man of vast ambition who, in fact, ran for president of the United States. I was able to access his organization and help him raise money for his 2014 run for Congress for the source of these funds and how they were laundered. I'll refer you to the Ministry of State Security file. 
To my great delight, House Speaker Nancy Pelosi put Representative Swalwell on the House Intelligence Committee, where he enjoys access to the most se- uh, most sensitive secret information. I'll refer you again to the classified files concerning our access to this information, but be assured that Representative Swalwell was one of our greatest victories. As you know, Swalwell was one of the loudest voices against our main enemy, Donald Trump, accusing him of crimes with no evidence whatsoever. On the other hand, Swalwell has faithfully repeated our propaganda practically word for word, and I find no case where he openly disagrees with our position. Criticizing our human rights record, never never has he spoken a word. Swalwell has been silent about the sexual uh, relations we indulged in, but let me clarify. The man holds a vast conceit of himself. So as the Americans say, getting next to him was easy. Swalwell wanted to perform several acts not fully covered in my original training. Yes, they were very distasteful, not to say say, uh, uncomfortable as well. But on the political side of the American, uh, uh, the American was uh, soon doing everything I wanted. The various American mayors I, I courted were easier conquests, and in time they also might yield considerable benefits. As the article pointed out, the American Federal Bureau of Investigation gave Swalwell a defensive briefing in 2015. But that was long after I safely returned to our homeland. Swalwell remains on the Intelligence Committee, where he serves as a valuable asset. He blamed the Axios report on President Trump, which made all of us at the ministry uh, laugh really hard. As I note here in my report, FBI gave a similar briefing to Dianne Feinstein, uh, uh, but not before one of our agents had been on her staff for 20 years, sometimes attending consular functions on the senator's behalf so far they have not been disciplined as my report uh, recalls the communist party was the uh, creation of the soviet russians in the united states and uh, they ran candidates in american elections from 1920 to 1984 when gus hall and angela davis served as the cpusa candidates the prc needs no such operation as the democratic party is serving our purpose as well. I had no direct role in operations uh, during the American election, which has uh, Hunter uh, Biden's father, uh, he positioned to occupy the White House. He did enough for us. I agree with the ministry leadership that President Biden stands to be our biggest asset as we strive to expand our already considerable influence. And to that end, I may refer party comrades to my full report for possible MSS operations under the Biden administration. Our ultimate victory is just ahead. Uh, and our schedule is ahead as well and virtually assured. Respectfully, Fang Fang. It is amazing when you look at this and you couldn't write it. No one would believe it. And the part that is so unbelievable is the New York Times still has not found any of this news fit to print. How's that possible? They, they spent years 
telling us that uh, any kind of foreign influence would be just disastrous. Oh, my gosh. Did you see what he did with Russia? China. How is this China news not news to the New York Times? Oh, I, sorry. That was a rhetorical question. You didn't really actually start to answer that, did you? <laughs> I'm sorry. We all know the answer to that. All right. You've uh, heard of AMAC, the Association of Mature American Citizens. Well, let me tell you why you need them in your life. With AMAC, you get not only the kind of benefits that you deserve and you need, you get all of the discounts wherever you go, but you're also going to be a part of a conservative activism group when you're in the process. Right now in Washington, the AMAC voter fraud petition is going on. They're well past... Uh, I think it's uh, it's it's approaching, I think, a quarter of a million signers now. It's growing every day. The petition is active in D.C., and they're going to the state's governors, attorney generals, secretary of state, state legislators, members of the House, Senate, attorney general, Department of Justice. If something actually goes down, I think, in the Trump administration and he he provides a special counsel, I think it'll be partly uh, because of AMAC's work. They work closely with the Trump administration. Uh, they'll work with anybody who will let them in. Uh, and I know their, their um, uh, members have been very active uh, as a group with the policies that Trump has enacted. That's the kind of people that we need right now. We need somebody who's fighting for the average person. We need somebody watching our back, and there is strength in numbers. You don't get this uh, from any other organization like this. AMAC offers great benefits, people representing the kinds of things that you actually believe in as well. So stand with AMAC as they fight the good fight by becoming a member today. You get all of the benefits. They're great, but the cause is even greater. Join right now at AMAC, A-M-A-C dot U-S slash Beck. That's amac.us slash Beck. 10 seconds, station ID. Hello and uh, welcome to the program. Welcome to the program. Glad you're uh, glad you're here. Stu? Yes. I don't know how long I'm going to be able to make it. I'm up at the ranch, and mm-hmm. the snow is falling on this satellite dish here. I could go out at <laughs> any time. So, oh, no. That sounds terrible. Yeah. It, I might be in a Donner Party situation. <laughs> you may not hear from me for several weeks. Wow, that's and that's if we survive. That that's sounds if we survive. Terrible. I guess that has nothing to do with yeah. this being the last show of the year for us, at least. Mm, no, of course not. Mm. Would I shirk my responsibility on the on the last day of? No, I don't think so. Am I sick? Am I sick and tired of politics and all of the stuff that we've been going <laughs> going through? No, 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 I don't think any American is. No, 
Well, talking uh, about COVID and shutdowns, not me. No. I can do it the rest of my life. Sounds great. I, you know, honestly, the, I'm a little worried about you going up there trying to clean off that satellite dish of all that snow yourself. I'm going to have to leave and, and come up there and try to try to help you uh, get that done. Wow, so. that is big of you, and I support mm-hmm. that. Mm. Now it might take you all day to get here. <laughs> But uh, I support that. I support that. Does any work happen next week oh. in this country? Does does everyone kind of, with the exception of like... Is any work happening now in this country? <laughs> it's true. We don't know I what mean, goes to work anyway. Is, no, everything is shut down, except for the droids that are working for Amazon. Nobody's going to work. You're not supposed to go to work. Mm. Get back to work. Uh, gladly. Gladly, can I open my store or restaurant now? By the way, uh, we're going to give you an update. Yesterday, uh, we did a fundraiser for uh, three businesses, and it went exceptionally well. We wanted to raise fifty grand for these businesses, uh, and I'll give you all the details and why we did it and, and what we've decided to do in the new year. We'll do that coming up in just a minute. So home security is incredibly important, but uh, during the holiday season, it can be especially vital, especially if you heard the interview with Carl the Elf. I mean, I don't know of those elves we should have in our house. That, I mean, if they're all like him, you know what I'm saying? Uh, a lot of break-ins happen this time of the year, and you don't want you, your family, or your property to be vulnerable. Uh, the the uh, Simply Safe security system is really really good. I want you to offer it or want you to look at it as state of the art cameras and sensors which will cover your entire house inside and out. Monitor everything yourself from an app, but you can also have Simply Safe's video ver- verification team monitor your home for 50 cents a day. It's a great deal. It's a 60-day risk-free trial right now at simplysafebeck.com. You'll also be able to get the uh, video camera, a free video camera, when you order today. SimplySafeBeck.com. Free security camera. That's SimplySafeBeck.com. All right, BlazeTV.com slash Glenn. The promo code is Glenn. Save 10 bucks. A great Christmas present. A Blaze TV subscription. BlazeTV.com slash Glenn. Oh, yeah. Welcome to my homeboy, Pat Gray. Pat Gray. Pat, that's not a rough enough name. Um, Pat is not a rough enough name? (laughs) (laughs) It's pretty hardcore. It's It's pretty hardcore, it is. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, you know, I was just sitting here thinking, uh, was there one thing that happened this year where we had hope and it worked out? the way we hoped no there wasn't one thing not one single thing <laughs> actually when you put your noodle only, to it when you really think about it yeah. there are a couple things uh-huh there's like uh okay i could only think of one all right amy coney barrett yes yeah that's it yes okay there's one more that was a good one that was a that was a really good one. one yeah 
but so is the vaccine that couldn't be produced in 10 years. <laughs> there, we, we have no way of ever doing this. It can't be done. And here it is by the end of the year. We Operation. have not one, but two. Well, what do we have? It's like 73 vaccines <laughs> yeah. ready to go? Yeah, you can get them in a, in a vending machine. You can get them out of a Pez dispenser. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 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 it's pretty amazing. I mean, Operation that Warp is, Speed, uh, you know, it lived up it worked. to the cheesy 80s Star Trek no, sort of it name. Had yeah. nothing, it had nothing to do with that. Had nothing to do with that. Um, you notice the vaccine didn't come out until a couple of days after he lost the election. That's when science kicked in. Oh. <laughs> Is that how it works? Wow. <laughs> yes. Wow. Not this magical thinking of warp speed. All of a sudden, the science kicked in because the scientists were allowed to think for themselves. They were like, oh, Joe mm-hmm. Biden's going to get in here. Oh, we don't have to work with the magical thinking of, oh, we're going to have a vaccine. And just then somebody went. I got the vaccine. And, and then somebody uh, else said, so and- do I. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> oh, oh, this reminds me, I was listening to uh, CNN this morning, which is always a terrible decision. Yes. And oh, they went on this. your turn today? It was. It was. I was the one. <laughs> and they're doing a segment with Dr. Sanjay Gupta, who uh, apparently took mm. the vaccine uh, in, you know, in front of people or on television or something, because that's what's so this, brave. I love this idea, too. <laughs> it's like, hey, there's a global pandemic. We've got a vaccine with 95 percent uh, effectiveness. You know what we're going to do to sacrifice for the people? All the really rich and famous people are going to go on TV and get it first before <laughs> the old people in the hospitals and before any of the nurses. Yeah. <laughs> but we're, that's because we need to show everyone that we really with the vaccine is safe uh so they go through and you know he's talking about getting the vaccine and everything and they go you know the we've looked at the numbers here and we what we're seeing in minority communities is they are just you know they're very skeptical of the vaccines and we need a full court press to convince minorities to be able to take this vaccine and i'm thinking to myself where was this when the potential first female black vice president was on television every day telling people she wasn't going to take it because the orange guy in the office is a bad person. Where was this? Yeah. Where was this? Ki- yeah. You know, that might have been a good time to call her out and say, hey, you know, maybe trying to convince uh, minority voters and others mm-hmm. that the vaccine isn't safe because Donald Trump was involved in it was a bad idea. Maybe this is the one time mm-hmm. you should bring politics into a conversation like this. And of course, wow. to not disappoint, they did bring politics into it by blaming Donald Trump for not going to the ceremony with the first vaccinations. Because I guess he was doing something. I don't know what he was doing, but he was doing something Ooh. else. They're like He doesn't wow. care. He doesn't uh, care about this. Uh, he showed. They wouldn't have covered it. Right. They no, wouldn't right. have covered it. <sighs> so frustrating. Oh, my gosh. Um, it is frustrating. By the way, is Stu starting to sound a little like carl the angry elf (laughs) (laughs) i learned a little maybe just a little bit Mm. yeah yeah which is weird Uh, so i i'm i'm looking at the year in review this is our last uh, last show for the year uh and i'm wondering what can we cherry pick from this year to be grateful for Amy Coney Barrett is mm-hmm. really it. <laughs> can, can we count the no, end I mean, of the year? I, 
Like it's just going to be over soon. Is that is that something that we can count? No, as a positive because for- then the new year comes, <laughs> and I think it's going to be worse. <laughs> I love these people who are like, "Oh, thank goodness, it's almost over." Like, yeah, like like the world resets mm-hmm. in twenty twenty. You know, twenty twenty one, and all of a sudden, it's like, oh. Mm-hmm. Okay, the the entire Earth says enough. We're going to return to reality now. Uh, I'll say, as a uh, Bitcoin investor slash gambler, I feel like there's been some positives uh, over the past eight or nine months. Uh, considering, and I just can't. <laughs> as much as I I'd like to go there, mm-hmm. I am such a glass half empty guy right now that I'm I'm like, yeah, but I sold half of mine. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, what is yes, it now? but have you seen it? Twenty three thousand. Twenty three thousand. Twenty three thousand now. In oh my gosh, you could have had yes. it in Jeez. March for under four thousand. Oh it's now twenty three thousand. Wow, amazing! And here's the deal: this is wow. exactly what uh, this is exactly what we told you would happen in uh, in what two years ago, twenty seventeen or whenever it was that we had that great year and it crashed. And we said, okay, so that was a bogus number when the when the banks and the big investors start to uh, come in, that's when it's really going to take off and it's going to hold there. That's what's happening. There's no hype here. There's no mm. the, nobody's nobody's like, I got to sell everything I have and, and get into this Bitcoin. Nobody's really even talking about it. Yeah. It is a different vibe this year. I mean, I'm surely it all fall apart. It's probably a sign that the end of the end times are near. Uh, but other than that, uh, everything should be great. Oh, you're finally on the Jesus is coming in the next few weeks bandwagon with me. <laughs> it's about time. We've been preaching yeah, that Jesus. for 20 years. Come on. I know. Yeah, I know. Jesus is Jesus. Like, I know there are some extra signs that need to happen, but I couldn't watch it anymore. I just couldn't do it. I didn't figure in CNN. How did you guys put up with it this long? Amazing. Uh, By the way, did you see that um, uh, Buddha judge is now the the uh, the secretary of transportation? this is such a weird choice. It's like the one thing we knew about the guy when they were like, when he came out of the scene, everyone's like, well, he has no record. Basically, the only thing mm-hmm. we know about the guy is that, well, he seems to fire a lot of black Model. police chiefs. And then also uh, he he uh, was did a really bad job with potholes. No, but that was like the one thing we knew about. But the, he proposed to his husband in an airport. That's what qualifies him for transportation secretary. Oh. He was being transported when he, well, almost. He was about to be transported somewhere when he proposed to his husband. So that, that qualifies him for the gig, I think, now. Oh, okay. Yeah. Did you now, see that it now, was a little embarrassing I, for the Biden wait, administration because of the old commercial that they they launched against Buttigieg? Have you seen that? The the commercial against uh, uh, read about that you see this in the paper today Biden is a real mean ad against the Buddha judge and now now he's the transportation secretary <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how they do it though they act like you know okay none of this ever happened he's perfectly qualified now for anything uh, that we can give him but he is he is he is here's here's the no no no. Mm-hmm. You have to think like them. Why is the Secretary of Transportation so important right now? Uh, 
Wow. <laughs> I didn't even know we had one, Glenn. I'll be honest with you. <laughs> right Why? now, I know. Uh-huh. But think uh- of the... Think of the Biden administration. Mm. Why is that role so critical? Oh, it's because that guy, that salesman's coming town to town and selling monorails. And we want to make sure we get the right monorail to <laughs> no, install. No, no. Okay. no. Does this have to do with the no. COVID restrictions? The, no. the shutting things no. down? The mask wearing? The on- Green New Deal. Mm-hmm. The Green New Deal. You you have to remember, he, they're talking about phasing out cars airplanes, everything. So you need a guy who is all on the global warming bandwagon, all on the Green New Deal, and you need a guy who's who's bulletproof. A guy who is, Mm. oh, really? Really? The first, this is why they're saying he's the first gay cabinet member. He's not. No, he's not. Trump had a a gay cabinet member. What are you talking about, the first gay cabinet member? He's the... He's the second gay cabinet member, but they're making it an issue and making it historic because if you go after him, you're going after the first gay cabinet. It's because he's gay. You homophobic. (laughs) No, it's because he wants to end all transportation as we know it with the Green New Deal. I'm I'm convinced that's the thing's. That's the thing people are missing on this. I do think, too, there's an element of this where they like putting Buttigieg. uh, They're kind of putting him away, right? Like, here's this up-and-coming Democratic politician. And, like, is he really going to become the president out of the uh, transportation secretary position? Like, this is... It's kind of a way to stick him to the side. Uh, Mm -hmm. But but I love how they keep doing this thing with Grinnell. That's a great point. Because they're like, oh, well, he's not the first. Buttigieg is the first, uh, you know, gay cabinet member. And, of course, the Trump people say, well, no, this is Grinnell. We have Richard Grinnell. And they say, oh, well, no, he was not. Uh, he was only acting. Uh, he was only the acting, uh, you know, uh, first cabinet gay cabinet member. But he was acting. It's like, well, I, Biden isn't even president yet. Like, the, he hasn't been. Buttigieg hasn't been confirmed. He 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 would be at this point. Absolutely nothing when it has to do with a cabinet member. The idea that like you can't I count Grinnell, you, but you can't get Buttigieg before Biden's even president is quite revealing. Donald Trump. I Donald Trump, please, please listen to me. Make him the cabinet member right now. Make him a cabinet member. Just I don't care what you have to do. Make him a cabinet member. So this nonsense ends. Let me give you one more story today. A New York woman is facing weapons charges after the NYPD stormed her home and seized at least 22 guns from her uh, apartment. Uh, She is now facing a possible 25-year prison sentence. Do you guys have a problem with this so far? She's in New York. Mm -hmm. You're not supposed to have guns. She's got 22 weapons. You have a problem with this. Well, I know how this turns out, so I don't. <laughs> okay. Do you know how this turns out, Stu? <laughs> no. This this woman mm-hmm. this woman has 22 guns. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, none of them are real. There's like a starter pistol uh and then there're toy guns and everything else and she she lends them or rents them to shoots. So they can shoot a movie in New York. So they're all movie safe guns. We have them in our in our uh, prop room. They don't work. Right. They just aren't painted all with the little red thing at the end. Yeah, Isn't all of them are inoperable. 
Okay, so she is she is facing twenty five years, and the police said, "You ready? Even starter pistols meet the definition of a firearm under the federal law because the ATF says they can readily be converted into a real firearm." That is, but they're not. Absolutely nuts. Unbelievable. I mean, they'll do anything Jeez. to scare uh, people away from from getting weapons. I mean, they will. Oh, they're going to do everything they can. Listen to this. Um, she might as well be a gun owner since the firearm is defined uh, federally to include a finished frame or receiver for a gun, even if it doesn't have any trigger mechanisms to it. That's not a gun, then. That's a paperweight. Jeez. I mean, yeah. is that really the way the federal government has defined that? Because then any fake gun, anything can get you in trouble. And I got news for you. I think we we all better pay attention. If you're a gun owner, we all better mm-hmm. pay attention to every single thing that they are doing right now because they're going to make it impossible and scary to own a gun. Pat, thanks so much for joining us today and every day. And uh, Merry Christmas. Happy New Year's. That's the gift I'm giving. Wow. Thank uh, you. Pat- <laughs> You're welcome. Patriot Patriot Mobile uh, is, oh, it's Omaha Steaks. Sorry. Omaha Steaks is even better because I can eat it. Omaha Steaks is, they're just the best steaks out there. They're really, really good. If you've never had an Omaha Steak, I contend you've never really had a tender steak. Perfectly aged uh, meats that are going to melt in your mouth. They are literally, they're, they're called spoon steaks. That's a real name, spoon steak, because you can cut the fillets with a spoon. Right now, you're going to get the deluxe grillers assortment, which has a little bit of everything in it. And if you order and use my name, you're going to get four free burgers with it and a free digital meat thermometer. Just use Beck in the search bar when you go to Omaha Steaks. OmahaSteaks.com. OmahaSteaks.com. Find all of the specials and all of the choices where we can save you money and you get the extra burgers and everything else. Uh, at OmahaSteaks.com, you go there, you look for the search bar, you type in my name, B-E-C-K, and uh, hit return, and it will take you to all of the specials that you can only get because you're using the uh, search term, of Beck. OmahaSteaks.com. You're listening to Glenn Beck. Welcome to the uh, Glenn Beck program. Uh, I want to give you an update on what we did with small businesses yesterday. If you missed yesterday's podcast, you should go back and listen to it. It's really amazing how people, uh, one person in California, a business person, and a small business owner in Boston. One right after another, they were saying exactly the same thing. Everybody's feeling the same way. If you're a small business owner, you feel abandoned. You are living on the edge. You're not sure if you're going to be able to open your doors the next day. Um, yesterday, we raised almost $200,000 uh, for these three businesses to help get them a little bit out of debt because they're being fined by the, by the city and the state. They've got attorney fees, et cetera, et cetera. So we want to help them out. But with the overwhelming response that we saw, um, 
I just think that it's time for us to stop looking at our own problems and help others, and it will make our problems seem smaller, and and we'll know that it all works out in the end. Next year, a major um, a, a, a major movement that we're going to start on small businesses. Twenty twenty one will be better. Hey, everybody knows PayPal, but did you know that they were teaming up with Honey? To save you money? Honey is the free online shopping tool that automatically finds the best promo codes and applies them to your cart. And now it's part of the PayPal family. Just add Honey to your computer and shop on all of your favorite sites like normal. When it comes to checkout, just click the little Apply Coupons button when it pops up. A few seconds later, Honey scans the database for all the working coupons on the web and watch your price drop. Honey works on nearly every online store, Walmart, DoorDash, Home Depot, uh, lululemon macy's honey has found over two billion dollars in savings that's why they have over a hundred thousand five-star reviews on google chrome store not using honey is literally passing up free money it is free to use and installs in just a couple of seconds get money for free by joining honey join honey.com slash back that's join honey.com slash back and hello america it's friday and Bill O'Reilly is here to recap the week. And we're going to spend some time recapping the year and looking forward to what 2021 might be like. Bill O'Reilly joins us in 60 seconds. This is the Glenn Beck Program. All right, let me tell you a little bit about uh, RecTech. This holiday season, what do you get for the person who loves the idea of cooking, but burns everything? I mean, like good steaks. This might get a little too specific uh, about me, but uh, they just can take any food and just put them on a grill. And no matter what you do, you just burn the snot out of them. My dad didn't grill. Uh, and uh, so I never really learned how to grill, <laughs> really learned how to grill. And it's kind of embarrassing because as a guy, you're supposed to know. Well, I do know now. Now I am a master chef because of Rectech. Rectech doesn't just grill. Uh, it grills to perfection, but it also smokes. It even bakes to perfection. Bakes. It's got smart grill technology that you can control and monitor through an app on your phone or your device. So the whole time your food is cooking, sorry, the whole time that somebody's food is cooking, they can be the boss of the uh, shooting match without actually messing up the meal, and they're sitting in their lazy boy. I mean, I wouldn't do that, but they might. Rectech makes the perfect Christmas gift. Rectech, I want you to A-B compare these to just whatever you think is the best grill out there. I want you to go to Rectech.com. With a Q, R-E-C-T-E-Q dot com. I want you to A-B compare them. There's no comparison. There really isn't. Rectech dot com. Kind of like Disneyland is the happiest place on earth. This holiday season, I have to just tell you and remind you, really, Bill O'Reilly, the happiest person on earth. Hello, Bill O'Reilly. I fell down twice on the ice this morning. I'm not the happiest guy. <laughs> twice. Because the terror was pulling the leash. 
All right? Yeah. I'm lucky I'm not in traction here. Uh, but here's a happy right. note, Beck. Here's a happy note. Mm. I want to thank right. you and Stu for giving Killing Crazy Horse to all your friends as Christmas gifts. That was very, very nice of you to do. You're welcome. Oh, uh, I didn't know that you would recognize that I bought an extra book for all of my friends. You know, I should say about a book for the, all of my friend from number 20 to number 10. I called him. They said, hey, Beck yeah. just ordered a whole bunch of killing I know. horses. And I, I, said, I did. Great. It's a great it, it would be a great Christmas gift. Not as good as some of my books, but it would be a great Christmas gift. Well, you killing crazy horse. Now, I wouldn't recommend that, but I mean, there might be some people out there. Uh, all right. So. So, Bill, I want to take I want to take you first. Tell me the events of the week. Donald Trump. Let's start there. Where well, are we I wrote uh, a message of the day on BillOReilly.com, and I told everybody that the president is very uncharacteristically isolating himself. So he had a couple yes. of parties at the White House with the big fat cat donors. He didn't even show up to those parties. Um, yep. I understand from people who deal I was with him there. every day that, you know, he's a little withdrawn, and I understand. Uh, he believes that the culmination of five years um, in a dubious election, um, and he believes that uh, he got hosed every, every way you could get hosed. And that's his frame of mind going into the Christmas week. I was there uh, last Friday with my daughter at the Christmas party. We were actually in the West Wing um, before the party started and uh, uh, caught a glimpse uh, of the president in the Oval with uh, Mike Pence and Meadows uh, as he was being uh, briefed uh, on the Supreme Court. It, it didn't go well. It didn't go well. No. Uh, as you could imagine. You know, and he's a pretty resilient they, guy. I've known him, you know, for 30 years. And, and you know, he bounces back pretty well, but I think this has really shaken him, because he sincerely believes that he won the election. That's not, you know, posturing, or he doesn't have any self-doubt. He believes that he won it, and that it was taken from him by these forces who, for so, five years, tried to destroy him. So, let me let me be very careful on what I say here. Um, I believe that as well. But I haven't seen the evidence to back that up in a way that would be would would transform things. You know, there there hasn't been knockout punches. There's been some some things revealed, but it hasn't uh, so far. It, it it always seems like okay, well that's a good point, and I see that, and that might be, but is it? So well, I believe impossible. that he did win the election if it was if it was honest. I, I just don't think it was honest. Yeah, I know. I don't say to my listeners and viewers that Donald Trump won the election. I don't do that because it's impossible to ascertain the level of corruption. We know there was corruption. That is a fact. But we don't know the level. However, here is the salient statistic. In three states, I think it's Nevada, Wisconsin, 
and Michigan. No, not Michigan. Nevada, Wisconsin, and Georgia. There you go. Donald Trump lost those three states by a combined 44,000 votes. Had he gotten those electoral votes, the whole thing would have been different. So that's not a lot of votes. And you can I know. And level. You but can. And if you look country, at... What was that? Well, I was going to say, it isn't a lot of votes. And between the dead people and uh, the illegals yeah. in Arizona, you very, very, very doable. Last night on uh, the No Spin News on BillOReilly.com, we had a guest in Las Vegas who said in the state of Nevada, they give driver's licenses to undocumented people. And once you get a driver's license in Nevada, you can request to be registered to vote, and they'll, they'll do it even if you're not a citizen in Nevada. Mm. Now, we try to check this out. It's murky, but it's absolutely possible that happened at a pretty grand scale. Now, if right. illegal, undocumented people are being allowed to vote in California and Arizona and Nevada— who are they going to vote for? A guy building yeah. a wall who's tough right. on illegal immigration? Or a guy like Biden who's going to give undocumented people free health care? Who are you going right. to vote for? So right. this, these things add up. But what has to happen now is a special counsel. We talked about this last week. That has to do forensics on the questionable voting machines and has to analyze the mail-in votes in a very precise mathematical way to say, listen, in Detroit, maybe 10% voted for Donald Trump and 90% voted for Joe Biden mail-in. But in the next county over, which is demographically pretty similar to Detroit, it was 70-30 or whatever it is. So you could prove that there was an anomaly, word of the day, anomaly. Correct. In various places. So, so you're never, you're never going to be able to overturn an election. The Supreme Court will never do it based upon affidavits and anecdotes. You need to have a hardcore forensic and analytical investigation, and that takes time. I, I agree with you. I, I think the problem with this case is you can't, you can't prove your case fast enough. Gotcha. Um, but I, I believe, and I talked to Rudy Giuliani about this yesterday, if you will, uh, if he'll appoint a special counsel um, right now, because Biden's not going to do it. But if right. Donald Trump appoints a special counsel, <clears throat> it may take that. a year. He can't do Why not? it. Because the president Why? can't appoint a special counsel. It has to be done by the attorney general. So the new attorney general, well, Barr could do it. Barr's got four more days. All right? He could do Barr, it. Barr is a waste of skin if he, has, if he won't do this. What has that guy done? What has I he done? I absolutely agree. I'm screaming at the top of my lungs. And here's what else I screamed. Joe Biden should be calling for this. Every loyal American should want to know 
if there was cheating in a presidential election. Everybody. It doesn't matter who won or lost. We've got to have when it came integrity to the, in our when system. It, when, when it came to the uh, when it came to looking into Joe, uh, to uh, uh, Donald Trump with Russia and Ukraine, I'm all for it. Let's look into it. But let's actually look at the facts. When we started doing our own investigation and found the facts, there wasn't anyone who wanted a trial in the Senate where you're calling witnesses more than me. I want it. If you're innocent of those things, you want the trial. Give it to me. Give it to me. I'm going to prove that it was you that did it, not me. If Joe Biden it was so, is so convinced, a special counsel, because there is absolutely no way constitutionally, once he is sworn in as president, there's nothing in the Constitution that allows you to remove an administration and go back to the old administration because of voter fraud. It's not covered. There's no there's no trigger for that. No, you you're so not he has get nothing Biden to lose out of there. He's not going to get out no. of there. But you can put people in prison. Number one, mm-hmm. who did this? Mm-hmm. And number two, maybe in four years, we'll have an honest election. Wouldn't that be nice? Correct. So, yeah, you know, because I, again, I don't I trust the one we're going to get in Georgia in four weeks. Yeah, I don't know. All I know is there are literally thousands of poll watchers down there. So, you know, it's going to be very, very difficult to cheat with all of those eyes down there. But Uh, there 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 there's more there. So far, there's more absentee ballots coming in than the uh, presidential election. The the, the absentee ballots are. Yeah. In Georgia. Yep. 1.2 1.2 million mail-ins were requested for this senatorial race, 1.2 million, and about 300,000 have showed up. So, all right, what are you going to do if Congress doesn't pass a National Fair Election Standards Act, which it won't as long as Nancy Pelosi is the Speaker of the House, all right, we're always going to have individual states screwing up, always. All right. And that's just look, with all this high tech stuff that we have now and all of the, the change in our society, our government has not kept up with this, Beck. No, it we hasn't. have blockchain. We should there should be no question, no question with the technology that we have, no question on the, uh, the validity of the vote. All right. I want to take a one minute break. We'll come back to Bill O'Reilly. Bill, I want to. I want to ask you about Donald Trump's future. I want to ask you about uh, any pardons he should make, even on his family uh, and and where he's going. Now neighbors are suing him, saying you can't move down to Palm Beach. We we you can't live in Mar-a-Lago. Go find another house. Uh, and I want to talk to you about his future and and what it's going to be like if you're Donald Trump or a member of his family uh, in the in the next few years. More in just a second with Bill O'Reilly in 60 seconds. Stand by. All right, we're down to the wire. you got very little time left for the Christmas and holiday sa- season sale from Chamonix. This year, whether you're meeting everyone on Zoom or having the family gathered together in defiance of the state, you're going to want to look your best around that Christmas dinner table. That means you're going to want Chamonix's new Zotique Deep Correcting Serum. 
It increases firmness and smoothness of your skin, which means you can say goodbye to those crow's feet and laugh lines. With its immediate effects, you're going to see results in 12 hours or less guaranteed. By guaranteed, I mean everyone's going to see the difference in your skin or you're going to get 100% of your money back. No risk at all. That's the Chamonix promise. 800-577-8709 or genucel.com. It's G-E-N-U-C-E-L.com. Treat yourself this holiday or give a great gift. Get Chamonix's brand new Zotique Deep Correcting Serum, Crystals at Home Microdermabrasion Treatment, Exfoliating Mask, and a, sub- a, su- a surprise luxury gift. It's all free with your order today. That's four free gifts plus a free upgrade to priority shipping. Order now, 800-577-8709. Or go to genucel.com, G-E-N-U-C-E-L.com. It's genucel.com, 10 seconds, station ID. Bill O'Reilly, um, I saw a story today that said uh, they're thinking about a Apprentice reboot. There's no way NBC is going to do that. Um, they're going to continue to come after him until he is until he pinky swears that he'll never do it again. Uh, what is the life like for anyone with the last name Trump in the next four to eight years? Well, I think Donald Trump is going to go into the media. Uh, he's going to write a book. Um, he will get a lot of money to do some kind of news analysis somewhere. Uh, He's brawling with uh, Fox News now, but Fox News is on the skids. Have you looked at their numbers uh, the last two weeks? Oh, they're horrible. Horrible, horrible, horrible. It's unprecedented. Unprecedented. So who who could turn that around, at least in the short term? Donald Trump. Now he can't. But why would he go? Wait, 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 wait. Yeah, but why would he go to Fox News um, when he wants to start his own news organization or or media organization? Well, I don't know if he wants to work that hard to start his own. But the question is, why would he go to Fox? Because that corporation could pay him an enormous amount of money. Because they'd buy his book too, Harper Collins is part of Fox, so they make a but deal. But you know, go ahead. You know as well as I do, uh, Harper Collins and Fox Television, not News Corp. Fox Television, which is a family member. All those family members, they would they would come under fire from internally. And from all the people that do work with them, they they would face a, a huge backlash. Rupert Murdoch doesn't care. He's 90. Mm. And it's his decision and his decision only. So don't be surprised, Beck. Now, if Donald Trump wants to go into business with other billionaires and cook up some kind of um, news presentation, he can do that. But, boy, that takes a lot of work, as you know, and it'll take a billion dollars. A billion with a B. Yes. Yes. Easy. Easy billion dollars. Easy billion dollars. Especially if they want to hire Um, you and me. Then then it's probably two billion. Yeah. 
Uh, don't lowball it here. Um, the uh, um, his his estate, Marlago. Yes. When he bought it, he had to sign a deal that it was for guests, and it was a club, and not a residence. And so now he wants to move down to Marlago. He's not welcome in New York. I don't even think he would want to go back to New York. No. Um, even though he is a New Yorker through and through, they treated him so poorly. I don't think he'd want to go back. Um, just for tax and, reasons uh, alone, just for tax yeah. reasons alone, he's not coming back to New York. There's no state tax in Florida. All right. And the DA in Manhattan, Cy Vance, wants to put him in prison. So Donald Trump is not coming back to New York. As for Palm Beach, you're dealing with a bunch of blue-haired ladies and their husbands who, who don't even know their names anymore sitting by the pool, and they don't like the Secret Service and all of the inconvenience. That's just like Trump will get around that. I don't even take it seriously. I mean, they'll do something. So he'll be down there. But have you been to Mar-a-Lago? Have you been there? Oh, I... I uh, I stayed the night there as his guest one night, okay. just me and my wife that's, and, and Donald that's Trump. That's a place that Donald Trump wants to live. You don't want to live there. Yeah. There's too many people floating around there. He'll get yeah. another place in Palm Beach, um, but he doesn't want to live in Mar-a-Lago. And neither does uh, Melania, trust me. Um, so they'll get a big estate someplace. <laughs> this is really a major story at all. Okay, I want to uh, I want to break and uh, and when we come back, I, I want to ask you about who he should pardon on his way out, um, and can he pardon himself because he's going to come under attack? They want to make sure that he never runs again. Can he pardon himself for anything they could come up with? Should he pardon his children and then open it up? Is there anybody else he should be uh, uh, pardoning? We go to Bill O'Reilly and then a look at the future, COVID, the shutdowns, all in the next few minutes. Stand by. This is the Glenn Beck Program. You know, just when I was was just getting comfortable and uh, and really used to some the awesomeness that is the X chair, they went and made it better. I mean, who does that? People taking something that's already perfect and making it perfecter. I mean, yeah. I'm in the Hall of Fame, man. Don't question. Anyway, introducing the XHMT from X chair. It stands for Heat and Massage Therapy. It attaches to the X chair to provide heat and massage technology right to your body's core. It in, helps increase blood flow, muscle recovery, and it also helps boost your energy. So it has four massage modes, fast warming heat technology. You got to get an X chair. Upgrade it today. Get the X chair and the HXT. Uh, sorry, HMT from X chair on sale now for a hundred dollars off. Go to xchairbeck.com. That's the letter X. The word chair, Beck.com, or call 844-4X-CHAIR, 844-4X-CHAIR. You can finance them for as little as 30 bucks a month. Do it now. And you can go to blazetv.com slash Glenn. The promo code is Glenn. Save 10 bucks and always go to BillOReilly.com. 
We're with Bill O'Reilly. It's Friday. This is the last. Uh, this is the last broadcast of 2020. Thank God. But I'm not sure 2021 is going to be any better. Uh, that's one of the things I want to ask uh, Bill O'Reilly. And Bill, if you don't mind, because there's such a delay because I'm up in the mountains um, that I'm just talking all over you. So I, I I'm going to just tell you I want to I want to talk about these things. We have 11 minutes or now 10 minutes. I want to talk about. Um, Donald Trump pardoning himself, his children, who else he should pardon. Uh, then I want to talk to you uh, a, a little bit about, um, shoot, Stu, what was the other thing? There's two other things. Two other things. Uh, anyway, uh, I want to talk about that. Then I uh, also want to talk to you about COVID and, uh, and the uh, vaccine. And then you're probably going to have a recommendation for a book people can buy for Christmas. So that's now nine and a half minutes away. Go. <laughs> All right. If I'm Donald Trump, I hold a uh, Oval Office television address about a week before the inauguration on January 13th. I tell the American people that I'm not going to the inauguration, not because I'm angry with Joe Biden, but because I believe I'd be a distraction there. From the day, mm. I'm not going to go, but I'm going to meet with uh, Mr. and Mrs. Biden in the White House before I breakfast, leave him a note, just like Barack Obama left for me. That's number one. Then I would say, I believe that the election was not honestly held. I hope we get to the bottom of it. Number three, I would pardon all members of my family from any kind of persecution, I'd use that word, and myself on the federal level. And then I'm sure he's got a list of people that he wants to pardon. I'm also going to pardon some other people, um, you know, because I feel that they're not uh, being treated fairly. But you remember, he can't pardon himself on a state level. So it's all federal. Right. Um, But can he pardon himself? He can pardon himself on a federal level, yes. Um, because I think that was uh, kind of uh, uh, kind of murky. Um, no, he can do it. Should he? Um, you could litigate it. You could litigate it, but the Supreme Court would rule that he can do it. So he, he should do it. Um, and I think the address should be 15 minutes, very to the point, and and just say I'm stepping aside. I may run again, but I really want this election thing cleaned up. And I think president Biden wants the same thing. So I'm going to try to work with him very conciliatory, but firm. That's what I would do a week before the inauguration. Quickly, an additional question. Is there anything he else he should do before he leaves? No, I think he's done pretty much all he can do at this point. Um, I would in the address, to the nation, point out that it's a miracle we have a COVID vaccine, and it is. Should he send, like, the Paris uh, Accords to the Senate, which the Republicans would reject and would make it hard uh, or harder uh, for John Kerry just to sign us up for that thing again? No, I wouldn't do that kind of stuff. I would just leave on a high note, and I wouldn't do that uh, because then you just, 
it just gets down into the, the gutter again. Just leave on a high note. He's done all he can do. I think he did a pretty good job as president myself. I do, too. I do, too. And I think anybody who doesn't recognize at least the, the historic movement towards peace in the Middle East, you're just not honest. Um, all right. So now let's go to next year. What are you... What do you think next year is going to be like? Well, um, first of all, 2020 was the worst year in America since 1929. And on Monday on the No Spin News, my television broadcast, I'm going to lay that out for you. The coming year, I think we'll uh, tamp down COVID and that will be huge. You're going to see a return of the Obama administration. Joe Biden is not an independent contractor, so the people elected Barack Obama, and I know that because Biden appointed Susan Rice as his top advisor. Susan Rice is best friends with Barack and Michelle Obama. So the Obama administration comes back. You'll see attempted uh, tax hikes and all that, but if Georgia goes Republican— McConnell will be able to block all the madness. So I don't see a lot of chaos next year politically. If we lose Georgia. Then this country veers towards socialism and becomes a chaotic mess. Culturally, the Civil War ramps up. It's going to be a disaster, but I don't think that's going to happen. Uh, On the COVID front, uh, you know, there's all kinds of talk about having to wear masks now until 2022. Uh, In fact, I've heard summer of 2022 from Bill Gates uh, until the whole world is vaccinated now. First, it was two weeks then it was the summer, then it was, we don't know, and now, uh, then it was a vaccine, and now it's the vaccine in everybody's body on Earth before we can go back to normal. Yeah, hey, I'm not going to speculate, but th- I'll tell you, I'm going to get the vaccine myself. Um, when the uh, transmission level goes below a certain point in New York State where I live, then I won't wear the mask anymore. Uh, I don't believe there'll be mass mandates. So I'm just going to go week to week with this thing. I'm going to be cautious, but I think it'll be tamped down by summer. I have a feeling that there is a new kind of tea party that is developing. Um, This is a coalition of not just conservatives, and it's going to be driven by people who have lost their jobs and their businesses uh, because of these out of control regulations. Is that an emerging force in America? I see the Republicans winning the House in 2022 as things stand now, unless Biden is fabulously successful. Um, And I do see a backlash coming when the Cleveland Indians can't even have a powwow. You know, things are out of control. Can I tell you something? I mean that. I mean, I when did Cleveland become the city of wusses? It's the answer is they haven't. Awful. They ha- yeah, and they that, haven't. 
The city, yes. the people in the city can't be for that. No, they're not. And San Francisco right. is renaming Abraham Lincoln High School. I'm not going to San Francisco, yeah. Beck. I'm not going. I don't care. I love this city. It's beautiful. It too. used to be anyway. I'm not going yeah. until they put Abraham Lincoln High School back. I'm not going. And the city celebrates. And speaking no. of celebrations. <laughs> San Francisco, no. those people out there are shocked. They don't know what's happening. That now, they are doing Mao Zedong's cultural revolution in San Francisco. Oh, yeah. Oh, and, and I think it's happening all over the country. And, I, you know, some people said to me the other day, uh, you know, Glenn, we've got to rise up. We've got to rise up. And I said, it, you know, when the American people will rise up peacefully, rise up and say, I don't care what you say you're going to do to me. I'm not closing my business. We will social distance. We will all wear masks. But I'm, I'm not closing my business. When the American people, after 10 months, won't stand up for their own economic security, you can't tell me that they're ready to stand up on some grand principle of, of freedom and uh, the history of Abraham Lincoln. It's coming back. I'm telling you, it's coming. There's so much anger out there. It's amazing. I've never seen this kind of anger, and that includes the Vietnam War era. Good. Good. I feel it, too. I feel it, too. Um, All right. Bill, do you... Hardest question of the interview. Can you think of something for like people who love history, what they could get for Christmas? Listen, I want to thank you, and it's a sincere, for really helping with Killing Crazy Horse. Book is uh, approaching 500,000 in sales, still on the New York Times bestseller list, which drives those people crazy. And um, a lot of it's because of you and Stu and helping me out with the book. And I thank you very much. I want all Glenn Beck listeners to have a very Merry Christmas. Next week, just relax. Don't think about any crazy stuff. We'll get back to the crazy stuff in the first week of January. But I want everybody to have a good time. Be cautious. Stay safe. And thanks for having me on every week. I really appreciate it, Beck. I want you and your family to have a very, very happy Christmas up there in the bunker in Idaho, wherever you are. <laughs> Thanks a lot, Bill. I appreciate it. God bless. And Merry Christmas right, to you and your too. family as well. I, uh, uh, I will tell you that what Bill said for advice is a really good advice. After the show today or after you get home today or whenever you choose to do it, um, turn it off for the next couple of weeks. Just turn it off. Uh, I, I, I've done this and... And I used to say I can't do that because it's my job, but I have done this uh, last Christmas and for a week during my vacation in in summer. And you know what's surprising? It's the same crap when you get back. You're not missing anything. You can catch up on everything that you might have missed. It's really important that we recharge and that we... We put things into perspective, and there is nothing better than just unplugging 
for a week and then coming back at it. We need not just perspective on what's happening with us. We need real um, perspective on what's important. And what's important is our families and our God. Without those two things, nothing else is worth it. Nothing else will happen. Nothing, nothing good will happen. If our families break apart, if our families don't stay together, if our families uh, aren't rescuing each other from you know, the mental health stress that's going on right now, this isn't going to be worth anything. So let's just rescue each other. Let's focus on the true meaning of Christmas, which is there's a chance to start all over again. That's, to me, I know people say that's the message of Easter, but why would we celebrate the birth? Why? Do, why, why? I mean, happy birthday to Jesus, happy birthday to Jesus. What? We don't even get cake, okay? Um, we don't, we're not just celebrating the birth. We're celebrating the birth because we know what that child came to do, and that is erase all of our mistakes so we can start over. Concentrate on that this holiday season and get back in touch with your God and family. Back in a minute. All right, then. Let me tell you about our, uh, our sponsor this half hour, Patriot Mobile. Time is running out on one of the best specials of the year. I urge you, I have for a long time, to switch to Patriot Mobile because they're not contributing portions of, you know, your payment, your bill, your hard-earned money to leftist causes like a lot of the big mobile guys. In fact, they're contributing the money they make to the kinds of conservative causes that you and I believe in. Now, until December 19th, which is, is that today? No, it's the 15th. Only four more days left. December 19th. Is it to the 18th today or the 15th? Today is is the the 18th. 18th, Mm -hmm. Wow. Okay. December 19th. That's tomorrow. Get a Samsung A11 for yourself and for someone close. That's two phones absolutely free. Or bring your own phone and get a free month of service. Patriot Mobile, the only Christian mobile uh, mobile phone company, I think, in the world, uh, but definitely in America. And it's important that we rally around those businesses that provide great service at a great rate, but also who are willing to stand up for what is right. PatriotMobile.com slash Beck. This sale ends uh, tomorrow, so do it now. PatriotMobile.com slash Beck. Or call them at 972-PATRIOT. Hey, don't forget, tonight, 9 o'clock on Blaze TV is a special from the uh, ranch. Uh, I'm just going to be, I'm just here in really, literally a winter wonderland. We're just going to talk about uh, things that that are really important. That's tonight, 9 p.m. on Blaze TV for subscribers only. Join us at uh, blazetv.com slash Glenn. Use the promo code Glenn. Also, 
up on Blaze TV right now, it, we released it yesterday, is our latest podcast. And it's from Nicole Arbor, and she is, I mean, she's one of my new favorite people. I just <laughs> love her. Just love her. Yeah, really funny, and uh, she, a really interesting person, a really different story. You wouldn't assume someone who's, you know, it comes off as conservative. She's kind of a, she comes off that way now. That's not the way she's been her whole life, and she has a pretty interesting story about how that happened. And uh, this is not the, yeah. not the profile uh, that you would expect. Yeah, and she is certainly not a ditzy blonde. <laughs> you know, she was a cheerleader, and you're like, oh, she was a cheerleader. This woman knows her stuff. She is really quite brilliant. You're going to love this podcast with Nicole Arbor. It's available now for uh, Blaze subscribers tomorrow online. Hello, America. Bill O'Reilly was on a few minutes ago, and he said uh, 2020 is the worst year since 1929. Uh, I think in some ways, this may be America's toughest year. Uh, I'll I'll back it up with a survey, and then I want to show you what 2021 can be. We'll do that in 60 seconds because it's Friday. The Glenn Beck Program. All right, let me tell you about uh, my favorite subject, meat. Oh. My daughter wants to take wants to she wants me to start being a vegan and I'm like no How about a vegetarian? No. How about if I just make some green smoothies for you? No. I'm going to do it cuz I got to lose weight. I'm as big as a freaking cow and probably more marbled than some of the Omaha steaks. Uh, really, they're going to eat me first. The world melts down. I am like the I am the most marbled and tender meat any of them can eat. The Donner Party would have had that table of six right away. Oh, it's a little bit of snow. Carve him up. Anyway, Omaha ste- Omaha steaks even more tender than me. The deluxe grillers assortment. You can get right now, which has a little bit of everything. And if you've never had an Omaha steak, really, it's like you haven't had a tender steak. I, I mean, I'm a rancher. We, we, we raise our own beef. But I have to tell you, I don't know how Omaha steaks does it. I actually had them on the phone about two months ago. And I'm like, okay, guys, seriously, I'm serious. I'm a rancher. I want to know, what do you do you tie them up with like helium balloons and they just float around as they eat? How do you get the meat tender? How much massage time do they get? They said, really, the secret is in the aging. Okay. It is the most tender meat I've ever had. It's a, a spoon steak. Go to omahasteaks.com right now. Put my name in the search bar, and it's going to take you to all their different meat specials, uh, including the Deluxe Grillers assortment. And if you use my name, yeah, because I'm a big deal there, you know, uh, you'll get four free burgers and a free digital meat thermometer at omahasteaks.com. That's omahasteaks.com, promo code BECK.
All right. Now, I don't know about you, but if I had a choice that 2020 could be over or uh, I could spend three weeks on the rack, uh, you know, a bed of nails, I don't know what I'd choose. Which one is worse? 2020 just coming to a natural end or me on a bed of nails? Now, I know a lot of my detractors might say it might be good to have Glenn on a bed of nails, but it's my new year resetting, not yours. It's it's been an exhausting year, hasn't it? Can you believe it's the first time I heard about covid in uh, Botswana? What, what, what was the name of that city in Wuhan, in China? That, uh, Botswana. Yeah, Wuhan. <laughs> no, I said Botswana. Oh, OK. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Wuhan, yeah. the wonderful uh, vacation destination <laughs> capital of the world it mm-hmm. really is the mm-hmm. i mean who doesn't want to go there and have bats um so it was christmas it was over the christmas vacation i think december like 10th or 17th was the first time it broke i heard it around christmas maybe the 20th 24th something like that and i just rolled my eyes and i'm like would people stop eating bats can we stop selling them in these open markets. Notice nobody's talking about open markets anymore. I wonder why. Um, But it was a year ago. It was 10 months since we shut everything down. And we said, yeah, I'll do two weeks. You know, we could pay. Let's pull together. Let's do two weeks, huh? And then they said, well, maybe another two weeks. Okay, well, I don't like that as much, but okay, I'll do it. After those two weeks, I don't know, might be, uh, let's get through, uh, let's get through spring and into summer because then it'll probably, okay, we'll do that in the summer. Well, we want to keep it up because, you know, kids got to go back to school and we're not sure. And then in August, well, kids aren't going back to school. Looks like we're getting into the flu season. When does this stop? More importantly, the people that we talked about yesterday, the small business person, They're being destroyed, and they're being destroyed, I believe, intentionally. And what I learned from talking to these three entrepreneurs yesterday is until they heard each other's voices, they felt pretty alone. Until they they had someone like me, I mean, that's how bad things are, someone like me, to talk to them so they could have America hear their plight. They didn't think anybody cared. How easily, how easily we fall into lies. We raised almost $200,000 from an hour yesterday uh, for these small businesses. And I can't thank you enough for being so generous. You can still go to glenbeck.com and go to the GoFundMe page if you'd like to donate. Um, but I have to tell you, yesterday, I heard it. When I, when I was talking to the last entrepreneur up in Boston, and he said, 
I can't believe the the guy you had on in California. He has it right. He was saying the same thing. And here's two cities, two different states, different as far away as you can get. We're all feeling the same way, I think. There's a survey that's just come out that asked Americans about their experiences with 2020. It's not going to come as a surprise to you. 77% agree 2020 has sent the U.S. into crisis. But crisis over its identity. Isn't that interesting? It's not a crisis just of COVID. It's a crisis of identity. We don't know who we are anymore. Sad, but true. Baby boomers are the most likely to agree with that statement with 82 compared to 76% of Generation X, 75% of millennial respondents. But as we're dealing with these issues... 65% of respondents say they feel like they've had their own personal crisis, at least at some point during this year. 68%, darn near 70% of this country, say this year has left them now feeling defeated. That's not a good place to be. Because we are what we think we are. That's why we're having a crisis of identity. Because we've always thought we're Americans. We get the job done. We're entrepreneurs. We kick ass. Now we don't know. Let me tell you something. We're Americans. We don't like leashes. We don't like fences. We don't like being told what to do. We go in and we kick ass and we get the job done. Not because we have some grand ruler, but because that's who we are. Let me tell you a story. It's winter. It's 1777. It's an unusually harsh winter. British forces had just captured the United States Capitol in Philadelphia. George Washington and his men tried, but they couldn't retake the city. 11,000 of the survivors, he took them with no shoes, feet wrapped in rags to just outside of the city. It's a long way. It seems really close if you're driving. But if you, you don't have the highway, Valley Forge is a long walk, especially without shoes in the snow. It was December 19th that the Continental Army and George Washington would change the course of history and reverse the course of the war, which was not going well for America. He ordered his men build wood huts. You need shelter. We're going to stay here for the long winter months. He had hoped that his brave patriots with one heart and one mind would overcome the tribulation That was ahead of them, but they couldn't. It's not going well. The last last Christmas, many of them had spent crossing the icy waters of the Delaware. 
This Christmas, they all were afraid they would starve to death before anything could happen. Congress didn't care about the conditions at Valley Forge or thought that Washington was exaggerating. Either way, they didn't do anything. The men, along with 500 women and children who were accompanying them in the snow, all malnourished, battle-weary, discouraged, feeling betrayed by Congress. Can you relate to any of these things? As they arrive and they're so beaten down, Washington's quartermaster said, we only have 25 barrels of flour and only a few pounds of salt pork. And there's 11,000 people here. With Congress unresponsive to Washington, he took his, he took his case to a higher authority. And in humility and in faith and in strength of the knowledge of knowing who he was and what God was asking him to do, he knelt in the snowy woods at Valley Forge and he pleaded out loud with God for wisdom and strength. Help us, Lord. Help me understand what you want me to do. Now, a lot of people would say this is hogwash. Now, you don't know about history. How could you know what he prayed about? Because he prayed out loud and hiding in the woods was a man named Isaac Potts. He's the owner of the land at Valley Forge. He was also a Tory. He was on the side of the king. He didn't trust this George Washington. He said, it was the most distressing time of the war. Everyone was about to give up the ship. Except for that man, George Washington. He said, I was in the woods. And I saw a horse. And I saw a guy get down on his knees. And then I heard a, I heard a sound as of a man at prayer. I tied my horse to a sapling, and I went quietly into the woods. And much to my surprise, I saw the great George Washington on his knees alone with his sword on one side and his cocked hat on the other. He was at prayer to the God of the armies, beseeching to interpose with his divine aid. It was a crisis, a crisis, the, the cause of the country, of humanity, of the world. Such, quoting, such a prayer I had never heard from the lips of man. In fact, we know this is true because after he heard it, Isaac Potts ran home or got into his horse and rode as fast as he could. He burst into his own cabin there at Valley Forge and he said, Dear God, sweetheart, we are on the wrong side. She said, What? These were firm supporters of the king. He said, I just heard George Washington's prayer, and any man who speaks to God like that, God will listen to. So how does this end? Give me 60 seconds and I'll tell you. 
Uh, I want to talk to you a little bit about Honey, our sponsor. It's a free app that saves you money when you shop online. Never takes any of your information in the process and sells it or does anything. The app that finds all the best promos and coupons and applies them to your cart. Well, for a few more days, all you have to do is uh, download this free app. And then as you're going Christmas shopping, I love this feature. You just have a drop down box and you can put all the things that you're looking for. And Honey goes out and searches and finds when that goes on sale. So you get the best price for it and alerts you so you can buy it. With that list, they've added something else. If you're doing that drop down box list, they're giving away a million dollars in free gifts. So they're randomly picking somebody's list and it's like, ah, go out and buy yourself this. Now, here's the fine print. No purchase is necessary. You have to have a PayPal account to redeem the prize. The giveaway ends December 21st. It's valid only in the U.S. You To uh, enter and uh, get all the rules, go to joinhoney.com slash Beck. Most important thing is you're going to save a buttload of money with Honey throughout the year. Go to joinhoney.com slash Beck. 10 seconds, station ID. So Isaac Potts had just just run into the house and told him his wife, we 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 we're on the wrong side. We have got to support the new American government because they are righteous. They are truly trying to do the will of God. And God's going to move upon this army. Washington, in the meantime, didn't know Isaac Potts was in the woods. He gets up, brushes his pants off, brushes all the snow off of him. And with great resolve, he goes back to his tent. He pens a letter to Congress about the direness of the situation. It's Christmas Eve. He hears a commotion outside. It. He leaves his tent without his coat or his hat. And around the fires, his men were all huddled together, and they were making merry as best they could for Christmas. And Washington joined them. He wished every man there a Merry Christmas. And there in the harshest of conditions, his men cheered, Long live the United States! Hail to our chief! May liberty prevail! It wouldn't be the last time, but it was one of the first, and the first his men had ever seen him move to tears. He watched his brave men the brave the elements. He asked them, had you not suffered enough? The lieutenant said, haven't come this far. I mean, why not go the rest of the distance? He returned to his tent, amazed to see that while he was gone, joining in the fellowship, some of his men had gathered garlands of holly and cedar to decorate the outside of his tent. He turned to his men and said, May God relieve your sufferings. If the Congress will not, God will. Merry Christmas. 
Well, I want you to know that the clouds didn't part and God had the sunshine shine on Valley Forge. It didn't. Things didn't change on that Christmas, 1777. But from the depths of that Christmas came a resurgence in the hope and confidence of George Washington and his men. Today, we are not standing out in the cold with our feet bound in bandages, alone, malnourished. But if we look around, I think we'll notice that we are surrounded by brave patriots, the same kind of patriots that were there at Valley Forge. And it is a Christmas and a holiday time unlike any of us, most of us, have ever seen. And we do feel alone. We feel abandoned, disillusioned, starved for closeness and, and companionship. None of us know what waits for us over the horizon. But, I mean, geez, we've come this far. Let's just finish it off and do it right. Because the reward is worth the struggle. Let's huddle together however we can on Zoom, on the Internet, with each other. And make merry this Christmas, remembering that Christ is our Savior. Remembering that our liberty is preserved because we endure for it. We live for it. So Merry Christmas. Long live the United States. Hail to our chief. And may liberty prevail. This is the Glenn Beck Program. American Financing, NMLS, 182334, www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org. Come on, America. You know who you are. We are a people that are, we're used to standing on the precipice of change. We thought we were beaten by Sputnik in the 60s until our leader said to us, here, we're going here by the end of the decade. He didn't know we were going to be able to do that. We knew we could do that if we set our mind to it, and we did. So, change is coming. Where are we going to be in a year? Better off one way or another. But we have to do the things that we're supposed to do. Right now, you need to be as prudent as possible. You need to make sure that you are getting out of your credit card debt Get out of a high mortgage rate. Refinance if you have to. Call American Financing right now. 800-906-2440. 800-906-2440 or AmericanFinancing.net. And go to blazetv.com slash Glenn. Promo code is Glenn. Great last minute Christmas gift, by the way. You'll save 10% with that promo code, Glenn. Welcome to the Glenn Beck Program. It's Friday. I want to introduce you to somebody. Uh, Tommy Vexed. He's the lead vocalist of Bad Wolves, uh, co-host of Deviant Gentleman po- uh, Podcast. He happened to be in Dallas today, uh, and I wanted him on the show, and unfortunately, I'm not there, but he's at the studio. Tommy, I have to tell you, I, I watched one of your videos. I don't even remember what you were explaining, but you're using, um, uh, you're using pens. 
Oh, hi, the hi, uh, I think marker like felt, video. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I instantly became a fan. I thought, this guy knows how to uh, break down an argument and make it so crystal clear. That's, that is a real skill. Well, the, that, the way that that happened was I was actually, I was at my friend Matt's house and he has three daughters and they're, they're young and, and basically they were asking me what's going on. And so I, I was like, mm, okay, I'm like, all right, kids. And he filmed it and then it, it went out and I was like, well, there we go. So it caused a bit yeah. of controversy for me. Um, <laughs> yeah, I bet it did. I bet it did. Also, a. Uh, uh, a fan of the uh, what was the cranberry song uh, uh zombie that you you did the cover oh so great thank so you great thank you anyway um i want to get you on i want to talk to you and I, we have only about eight minutes here so it's gonna suck i'd love to have you back for a podcast you you text uh what earlier this week there are no political parties anymore there's just insanity and patriots pick a side yeah tell me about it well i mean it's it's uh you know my experience has been a similar experience to many people uh over over the past five years i think a, a lot more over the course of 2020 and um i think that i'm someone who i grew up identifying as democrat i was raised that oh we're poor so we're democrat and uh you know rich people are Republicans. And that was kind of this ideology that, that I was taught as a kid. And so that was just how I voted. And that became the identity form of my politics. And then, you know, as I've gotten older and started to pay more attention, you can see that, uh, things have either things have changed or they were never the way that they were explained, uh, to me in the first mm -hmm. place. And 2020, we've Which seen a lot of what's that? Which do you think it is? Well, I think that I think the extreme measures that the the Democratic Party has gone to kind of institute totalitarianist government lockdowns and the fear mongering of the media and uh, you know it's pushed everyone from from people who are liberal to the you know, to moderates, to libertarians, all pushed everyone to the right end of the pool. Like I said on on a, I was saying this the other day. It was like if you were in a long pool and in a public pool, and the, and the Democrats somebody pooped in the in the left side of the pool, and everyone just came running to the right. <laughs> That's kind of what's happened. You know, yeah. It it and it is, and it's what I think it comes from a fundamental misunderstanding. Everybody tries to use the European scale. Left and right in America is not uh, liberal and conservative. Um, it, 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 because over in Europe, it's either Nazis or communists. Here in America, the left and right scale is total government, zero government. And the, the farther you go to zero government, you'll... You know, you'll get into the Democrats, I mean, the, sorry, the Republicans, and then the Libertarians, and then probably towards uh, anarchy and the no government people. You go the other way, and it's people that want more and more government. You will find some of the Republicans, some of the, many of the Democrats, and then the communists and the Nazis. That's, well, that's the choice in America. I, Freedom or no? I even think that the radicals, 
that want no government, they seem to be have been weaponized by the left as well. They somehow yes, I the, think so. Antifa, which is like anti-fascist, but they believe in using fascist techniques to bat combat an <laughs> an imaginary fascism. Uh, they're they're fighting on the side of the left, and I think one of the the most hilarious things that I've witnessed this year is you know, the the riots and the looting and all this stuff and people accusing Trump of being a dictator and just the the American privilege of not understanding that if you truly lived in a dictatorship, the military would just kill. They would just fire on all of these civilians who are rioting and protesting. And that's, you know, people don't realize, like, I, I travel all over the world. That's my job. I'm nine months out of the year. I'm I'm traveling. And about half that time is spent overseas. And you can't do that. You can't do that in South America. You can't do that in, yeah. in, in Russia. No, they're not. You know, it's and, and forget, you know, forget about China. But, you know, I don't want to say that. <laughs> I don't want to get uh, a yeah, shadow no, I mean, banned. Look at just <laughs> yeah, look at just the the recent events in our lifetime from Tiananmen Square to Venezuela to Egypt, running people over with the government tanks. Mm hmm. That's a dictatorship. Mm -hmm. They don't care. Well, yeah, it's. I, I also say too, like if if you were in a dictatorship, the the media is not allowed to to uh, talk ill about the standing dictator. Yeah. So basically, yep. the mainstream media is all the proof you need to understand that we do not live in a a communist dictatorship under Trump as the president. And if we are not allowed to criticize Joe Biden, if he winds up in the white house, which is still, it's like this, everything's still up in the air. Cause there's so much misinformation and, and, and the truth is so uh, obfuscated. If we're not allowed to criticize him, then you'll know where we're at. Yeah, that is truly, I don't understand what people are saying. Ah, oh, we have freedom of speech, but you have to shut up. That's not freedom of speech. That is a dictatorship. You can talk ill about one side and say nothing about the other. When that has complete control, you're done as a nation. You're you're living in California. Sorry for that. That's okay. Um, which is a we had a good run. A, which is a state. <laughs> yeah, I know. Which is a state I've always wanted to live live in. I grew up in rainy Seattle. And I always wanted to live in Southern California and uh, just I've had opportunity after opportunity. Can't bring myself to it because the regulations and everything else is so anti-business. But now there's something super special going on where they are just destroying all businesses. What is the feel in California? Because I, I sense that there is a. Uh, there, there's, there's a, a, a big, uh, collection of people, both left and right, traditionally, uh, as it traditionally knows, Democrat and Republican that are done with this. And they're, they're going to stand up soon. They're going to stand up. They well, already are. Well, yeah, I mean, there, it's already happening where, you know, you see, so I, I lived in LA for almost 14 years. Uh, I ended up in Venice, uh, where I always wanted to live and, you know, in 2020, the riots happened. They shot a police officer on my corner. A homeless lady defecated in front of my home. That is not, mm. it's not a cheap place to live. Mm -hmm. And uh, I was like, yeah, I'm done. 
And I don't know why I'm holding on. And a lot of people in the entertainment industry are holding on to this idea that you have to be in LA and it's not true. It's the rent is too high. The homeless, they're not helping these people. These people are either mentally ill, they're addicts, they're down in their luck. They need actual help. And so uh, it's, it's, you're, you're, you're basically paying crazy property tax, you know, crazy income tax. And then you, you move to these neighborhoods that are, you know, it's on the same street of Google. You got people shooting meth in front of the building and it's, you know, so I don't know if, I don't, I don't know if you've seen anything about the, the drug laws in Spain. Um, but Spain was having horrible, horrible drug problems and, they started uh, from from scratch, and they said, "Okay, what we're doing clearly is not working. So let's stop spending money on trying to stop drugs from coming in. Let's end the drug war. Mm-hmm. Let's legalize everything. Uh, and then, instead of spending all that money on a drug war, let's go find the people that actually want the help. They're." Their deaths from drug overdoses, their problems from drugs have almost gone away. Hmm. And it's it's remarkable. We have a an opportunity in front of us to actually reset to some libertarian values and give that a whirl. But nobody's talking about that. Everybody's talking about bigger government, a bigger solution, and we'll fix it globally. Well, the it's government, insanity. The, the government has failed to do so. You look, and when you look at San Francisco and you look at Los Angeles, you know, and I myself, I've been in recovery. I've been sober for over eleven years, and uh, Good for I, you. I thanks. And I and uh, I don't, I don't believe you deserve an award for running out of a burning building, but it wasn't working out. <laughs> nobody nobody gets into recovery on a winning streak. But but I understand yeah. I understand addiction and alcoholism as defined as a disease, and it be it, and it it's a health crisis. We're dealing with an opioid crisis in this country that people aren't talking about, and more people have died in the past three years of opioid overdose than the Vietnam War casualties on both sides, you know? And so I was a, I was actually a part of uh, a film called Snow Babies that my record label released. And it was, uh, we had a song called Sober on there that was the lead track. And that movie really attacks the accessibility of opioids to uh, adolescents and, and teens and how devastating it is for our children. Uh, Tommy, I'm sorry we have to cut this loose. I I couldn't let you be in town and not have you on the show, um, but I uh, I I'd like to invite you back for a podcast. Oh, I'd love and that. Spend an hour with you. Oh, that would be great. The, your your backstory is fascinating. Absolutely fascinating. It's a whirlwind. So, Tommy, thank you very much. <laughs> yeah, thank you for having yeah. me. <laughs> All right, you bet. Yeah, Tommy Vex. You can uh, f- uh, follow him at T Vexed. All right. A wise guy, eh? yeah? You got a problem sleeping at night? Bada bing. The whole country got you tossing and turning. Never quite giving, uh, you know, them uh, 40 winks. Not sawing them logs. Forget about it, huh? How about you get yourself a my pillow? I used the my pillow in a uh, in a sweet sweet nursing home. I smothered four people. Being the governor, I can go in. 
I smothered three of these old bastards to death. It was sweet. Now, I don't know if that's exactly what Mike Lindell would have me say, but I'm the governor. You know what I'm saying? Okay, I don't know what happened there, but um, for a limited time, Mike Lindell's offering premium my pillows for his lowest price ever. Get a standard king or get a standard queen uh, premium pillow for only twenty nine ninety eight. Originally almost seventy bucks, forty dollars savings. And the king size pillows are only five bucks more. He's also extending his sixty day money back guarantee, giving you until March first, twenty twenty one, just to make sure you love it as much as you should love it. Or your money back. Go to MyPillow.com. Click on the new radio listener specials. You're going to find not only this offer, but you're going to find great offers on the Giza Dream Bed Sheets, the MyPillow Mattress Topper, MyPillow Towel Sets. Just go to MyPillow.com. That's MyPillow.com at 800-966-3117. 800-966-3117. Or go to uh, MyPillow.com and enter the promo code BECK. This is the Glenn Beck Program. So we ran out of time. We had a couple of parody songs that we thought we should throw your way. You know, just for the holidays. Here's the first one. The fix is in. The game is up. They make the news. But they make it up. Simply wanting a factual New York Times. Simply wanting a factual New York Times. I mean, wouldn't that be nice to find that under the uh, tree? Then, of course, there's this one. Uh... Little country feel. Liberals. Liberals. Post both of these at glenbeck.com and on our YouTube channel in the in full. But we also made a video to our AOC song for those of you who are watching. Otherwise, just listen hey, you come on in and enjoy. Closer, folks, I want to tell you a Merry story about AOC. Oh, you better love Marx. You better shun Trump. America sucks. She's telling you chumps. AOC is shutting you down Oh yes she is She has a black list She's jacking it thrice Gonna throw down when Kamala is vice AOC is shutting you down She sees you when you're tweeting She knows when you're not woke And for that, she'd like you choked Oh, you better recant If not, then you're toast She's got you a spot down at Guantanamo You better believe it AOC is shutting you down Oh yeah With greenest new deals Plus taxes galore Lobbing off heads and packing the court 
AOC is shutting you down The nine to five will rally Burn down the GOP They're gonna build utopia Once they cancel you and me